Are you ready to free the body and free the soul? Join Dr. David, the cutting edge doc, as he guides us on today's journey. Here's Dr. David. Welcome, friends. Welcome to another edition of Freeing the Body, Freeing the Soul. I'm your host, Dr. David, the cutting edge doc. And here on Freeing the Body, Freeing the Soul, we do in-depth interviews with individuals that are doing cutting-edge work in the areas of healing and spirituality and social transformation. And I'm very excited about today's show. Those of you who've been following me know that I made a commitment in 2016 to do more shows that focus on the area of social transformation. And my guest today, Robert Styler, is a gentleman who is really committed to and embodying uh, social transformation at the level of organization and possibly even community. And so uh, I'm going to bring Robert into the conversation in a minute, but I want to make a a dedication and uh, an announcement before we get going. One is I'd like to dedicate this call to a person who I know has made a big impact on my thinking and also Robert's thinking. I want to dedicate this call to Charles Eisenstein, really wonderfully brilliant and heartfelt gentleman. He's an author and has written a book called Sacred Economics and several other books as well. So I want to dedicate this to Charles Eisenstein. And also I want to apologize for the sound quality is not up to our normal standards. Normally we do this over Skype and record the call, but Robert had some computer challenges, so we're doing it through a backup method of a conference call. So I apologize for the uh, sound quality not being up to our normal standards. So let me bring Robert into the conversation. Robert, welcome to Freeing the Body, Freeing the Soul. David, thanks for having me, and I really appreciate the dedication to Charles. Um, He's actually done a lot to create the thinking around crew. I've had several conversations with him on how to create a new economic model for global good. Great. So let me uh, give the listeners a little bit of an orientation. And uh, again, because of the sound challenges, let's make sure you really speak up. So I've known Robert Styler for probably about 20 years now. Uh, We both seem to have a passion for taking authentic self-expression and bringing it into the world, not only at the level of individuals and relationships, but also at the level of groups, organizations, and community. And we also have an interest in uh, right livelihood and empowering light workers to have the financial resources necessary to have a wonderful life and to have a great impact and to demonstrate that a loving way of being can also be a very prosperous and practical way of being. And so Robert and uh, his wife have dedicated their life right now to launching a new enterprise that I think embodies so many of the principles and qualities that those who listen to this show really hold dear to their heart and Beyond that, I know that there are many people that listen to this show who really deep down have been praying for what could be called right livelihood, who have been looking for a way to participate 
in their life on a daily basis where simply by following their values and developing a certain skill set and working cooperatively, they can actually achieve the level of financial prosperity that will allow them to have the kind of life they really want to have and to fulfill their mission in this lifetime. And uh, in the spirit of uh, transparency, let me say right now that Robert and I are business partners, and so I have a personal financial interest in um, the um, expansion and success of Robert's Enterprise crew, and we're working um, in a very transparent way as partners here. So I want to address that as well, and I know that um, if I hadn't mentioned it, maybe Robert would have, because I know transparency is a really big part of his uh, value system as well. So um, I'm going to turn it over to Rob in a minute and let him tell you his story about his own development and what led him to the to the launching of this company or project called Crew that brings together solar power and the power of trust and communication and synergistically bringing together um, groups and people with different skill sets in a way that actually benefits everybody with absolutely no downside. So it's really, really an honor and a privilege to introduce you to Robert Styler. And Robert, uh, one of the things that makes our show a little different because we have a little more time is I really want to encourage you to really uh, get personal and talk about your journey so that when you start talking about crew that people will understand where this is fitting in in your journey and they'll have a context that will really empower them to understand why I'm so excited about what you're doing. So let me turn it over to you, Robert. Okay, David, I, I really appreciate it. Let, let me kind of start how this all began. Um, in 1990, I had just got out of the Peace Corps. Um, my wife was pregnant. I was broke, and I answered an ad in the newspaper that said, make $100,000 helping the planet. And to me, that, that was like a dream come true. And, and I went into an office in San Diego, and they were talking about how we were going to create this environmental movement and change the world. And, and I was just hooked. I thought it was the most exciting thing I'd ever, ever seen. I could help people and help the environment. And we ended up becoming the fastest growing company in the United States. We did $200 million in sales our, our third year in business. We opened up 400 offices. We were actually on the cover of Inc. Magazine um, as the U.S. fastest growing company. My personal experience within that company, I joined as kind of a naive kid straight out of the PV score, and I became um, one of the top ten money, money earners is what they called it. We, we signed up a million people in that company, a million people. So you think about that for a second. One out of every 200 or 300 people in the United States signed an application with us. And what happened for me personally, as I rose up to the top, it, it was kind of like pulling back the curtain from the, the Wizard of Oz. And I saw some things that didn't fit with what I thought our value structure was and what I thought we were doing. 
And then I had this crisis of consciousness because I was in my 20s. I was making just ridiculous amounts of money. I was doing seminars in front of thousands of folks. And it was a rush. I mean, it was like a drug. And I had to decide, you know, what was more important to me, my value structure or this lifestyle that I'd created. And it was a tough it was a tough decision, and I'll admit it took me a while going back and forth, and then I finally just said, you know, I have to be true to who I am, and I, I left the company. I wrote a book about my experience. Um, that book actually inspired a federal investigation into the company, and about four years after I left, um, in a large part because of my testimony against them, they, they were shut down and fined $50 million for consumer fraud. So what I learned through that process, David, is I learned how many people, because there were a lot of people like me that really joined for the mission, they joined for the cause, but there was a lot of what I call greenwashing, where yes, it was an environmental movement, yes, we're selling environmental products, but there were a lot of things going beyond the scenes that were not in alignment with what we were trying to do. So I thought I would get out of the industry of direct sales or network marketing, I was recruited to be the president of a company called Income Net Communications. Um, they were kind of like an Excel product, if you, if you recall that company where it's a phone service and friends get their friends to switch. And they brought me in. They were losing 30,000 customers a month when they hired me. We turned that company around so they were gaining 5,000 customers a month. I mean, that's a 35,000 customer a month switch. And I'll never forget the moment this happened, David. I, I walked into the office. We were about to do a Saturday training. There were about 1,000 people in the room waiting to, to hear the training I was about to do. And the owner of the company called me into his office. And he looked me in the eyes and said, the company's closed. I go, what are you talking about? We're, we're doing amazing. It can't be closed. He says, nope, we shut it down. You know, as of two hours ago, it shut down. And I just felt like somebody punched me in my gut. And I had to get, get up on stage and tell all the people that had been building their dreams that their dreams were gone and, and all the effort they'd done for the last 18 months, you know, believing in me and believing in the company were gone. And the owner kind of gave the excuse that a friend told, told him that network marketing wasn't an ethical industry and that's why he was shutting it down. But what I found out was there was a clause in the contract that actually said if they shut down the division, they could stop paying the residual commissions to the sales PV people. So all the tens of thousands of customers that we brought in, they no longer had to pay commissions on those customers, which raised the valuation of the company because their overhead went down dramatically. And the owner sold the company two months later and walked away with hundreds of millions of dollars in his pocket. And David, this was a watershed moment in my life where I was so disgusted by business and humanity and life, I, I bought an off-the-grid cabin and basically had no human contact for about four years. I lived in a solar-powered off-the-grid cabin. I had a trout stream in my front yard, and I just walked in the woods figuring out, what am I here for? What am I supposed to do? What, what is my life's mission? Each thing I try to do, it ends up not being what I thought it was. And I spent four years without basically talking to anybody. And then I got a call from a friend saying, hey, there's a company that's about to launch. This was 2005. That's going to sell solar power through network marketing. And you're the only person that could be the president of this company. They want to hire you. Come out of the woods, you know, launch this company. So I was like, wow, this is exciting. Because 
what I didn't like in my first company I launched, people used to invest $5,000 and buy water filters and nutritional products and all these different things. And then if they couldn't sell it, you know, they, they were out that money. And so that didn't feel good. And then um, in the other company, you had to do a, a sign-up fee and there were risks there. But with this, it was zero sign-up. And for the customers, they were able to get solar for zero down. We actually launched that model, the zero down solar lease. Our company launched that. It was before Solar City, before Sun Run. This is in 2005. And people loved it. We signed up 38,000 customers in 18 months, broke every record in the solar space, every record in the renewable energy space. <laughs> there was a problem because in 2005, there were not enough solar installers in the United States to put 38,000 solar systems on top of roofs. And I was naive at the time. I didn't know how complicated it was. So we only ended up putting on about 1,400 systems on homes. And the salespeople were naturally frustrated because they're like, hey, we got the salesperson, I mean, the customer to sign this contract, but it's going to be four years before it's installed. And so I shut the company down and I said, I'm going to wait until solar is ready. I know this model is going to work, but I'm going to wait. And so two years ago, I got a call from a gentleman by the name of Jigger Shaw. Jigger Shaw founded a company called Sun Edison. And Sun Edison was the first major company to do the zero down commercial solar release. And he sold that company for about $240 million. He was then the head of uh, the, the Carbon War Room with Richard Branson. And he wrote a book called Climate Wealth. And what Climate Wealth talks about is climate change, yes, it's a problem, but it's also a $10 trillion market opportunity if we shift our focus. And Jigger called me up and said, Rob, we need to get $10 trillion to the market in the next decade. It will not happen through traditional marketing. You should build the network. All the existing big companies, they're too vested in the old models. Build a network that takes solutions directly to consumers and decentralize that wealth so it goes to the people who are helping to share these solutions. Because one of my big belief systems is that I don't care if it's a nuclear power plant or a political dictator or banks too big to fail. Anytime you concentrate power, it's a recipe for disaster. So what I love about solar is it decentralizes the production of power. And what Crew does, the company that, that, that I founded, is we decentralize the creation of wealth. Because I think the more wealth is concentrated in fewer and fewer hands, the bigger problems we have. So Crew is designed to let people bring solutions directly to the market and share in the revenue from those solutions. So what we did, and I'll, I'll wrap up here and pass it back to you, is we partnered with a company called Dividend Solar. They are the fastest growing solar company in the United States. They have the highest consumer rating of any solar company in the United States. They have the largest footprint with 30 states where they're installing in. They're doing about 1,000 installations a month. And Jager Shaw connected me up with them. And when I met with their CEO, they said, listen, we could do five times more installations than we're doing right now. What we need is an educated, professional network where people are talking to their neighbors and their friends and get in to understand what we have because what they sell is different than all the other solar companies. They do something called zero-down solar ownership. 
It's not a lease. It's not a power purchase agreement. You own the system with zero down. And the big difference is, if you don't know Sol Solar, I'll give you a quick education on this, because every other solar company out there, what they do is what's called an escalator. They charge you 2.9% more every year on your bill. And most people don't understand this until about year six or seven. They start going, wait, well, why is my bill so much more? Nobody would stand for that if somebody said, hey, you're going to get this car loan, but every year we're going to charge you 2.9% more. Or you're going to get this mortgage, and every year we're going to charge you 2.9% more. But somehow in solar, people don't read the fine print. I don't know why, but it, it, it increases your rate by 78% by the end of the contract. And what our partner says is say, listen, we're going to be completely transparent. We're going to give you a zero-down loan. It will never go up. You know your rate. It's not going to increase each year. And that's why we have the highest customer satisfaction rating because when people learn how much we can save them, it's really exciting. And then we pay out an average of about $2,500 commission to our sales team. Now, that doesn't all go to the salesperson. Some of it goes to them, and some of it goes to, to their, their support crew that supports them in, in the sales process. But $2,500 goes out. And I know some of you might be thinking, well, that's a lot of commission. Isn't that making the price higher? We are actually more cost-effective than any other form of customer acquisition in the solar in, 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 in industry. Most companies use telemarketing, they use advertising, they use all these different things. We're just friends talking to friends. And all research has shown that only about 14% of the population trust advertisements, where 91% trust a recommendation from a friend. And our goal with CREW, and, and CREW stands for Clean Renewable Energy Worldwide. Our goal is to create a boots-on-the-ground network to bring solutions directly to the market and pay those people well for helping to shift our planet towards a more sustainable world. And Dave, David, I'll pass it back to you if you have any questions. Yeah, thank you, Robert. Actually, my mind is kind of tripping out in several different directions. You know, one thing I'm thinking about are questions that I would have if I put on my potential consumer hat and then I have a bunch of other questions if I were to put on my potential um, business person's hat and looking at this as a potential income stream for myself and my family. And then I've got my interview hat on, interviewer hat on, and I have a lot of questions about um, what you learned from your sort of getting burned experiences in the past and um, what you think maybe some of your blind spots were and some of your lessons and how you've uh, committed to um, substantiating your learning of these lessons through this particular company. In other words, what have you learned and how is the structure and function and mission of this company different and incorporating your your new learning. So why don't we start with that question and then from there we'll go into some of the things that are coming up with my other two hats. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great question because my experience is the universe kind of taps me on the shoulder and then it gives me a push and then it'll just smack me upside the head with a two-by-four until I finally get the lesson it's trying to show me. And what happened most re recently, if I look through my history and the times I've kind of fallen on my face, every single time I gave my power away. And what happened most recently is 
I had a brand I've had for the last 10 years, which was power.com, P-O-W-U-R. And the tagline is, the difference is you. And I love this brand. I had it in 2005 with a solar company, and I've kept it and cherished it. And when I first started to launch this idea, um, I met with a par partner. And this guy, he has a great heart. He has a big vision on what he wants to do. And my attitude was, listen, I just want to get solar on roofs. Let's do it together. We can do it faster together. And I gave up my brand. And my wife pointed out to me, she's like, Rob, you literally gave your power away. It can't get more obvious than that. It's spelled P-O-W-U-R. You gave that away. And we, we partnered with the company, and I, I was the co-founder. And I, I recently left that company because they started going down a path that wasn't um, comfortable for me. I'm not saying that it's wrong for them, but um, some things I don't like are high sign-up fees where you, you know, the people that want to join have to pay a lot, a lot of money. And, and there were just some things that were not part of my vision, and I had to walk away from that. So with Crew, what I've done differently is I've had these ideas for a long time, but I was never the owner of the company. And the owners were like, well, that's great, Rob. And when we're making millions, we'll look at this again. It never works that way. You've got to start with that foundation. So what we've done with Crew, and this is actually in our bylaws as a, co- as a corporation. We're what's called a public benefit corporation. And our bylaws that are filed in the state of Delaware actually say that at the end of each year, and, and there's no company in the network marketing industry that does this to, to my knowledge. And what we do is at the end of the year, we actually show our financials. We show, hey, this is how much money we took in as a company. This is how much we paid out. This is what we spent on salaries. This is what we spent on operations. And this is how much we need to invest in the future. This is how much we want to keep in reserves. And then whatever we pay out in dividends to the owners and the employees and investors and and anybody like that, whatever amount it is, 50% of that will be paid to the sales people, the sales partners that help us build, build this. And if we're ever sold, 50% 50% of that revenue will be paid to the salespeople because what I don't ever want to have happen is what made me buy the cabin in the woods and spend four years talking to trees is a situation where I inspire a bunch of people to dedicate their lives to a mission and then either you know the board of directors kicks me out or something happens and the salespeople get taken advantage of again. So we actually built this into our bylaws. It cannot be changed that... If the company's ever sold or whatever profits are generated by the company, half of that is shared with the sales partners. And I don't think that's ever been done before. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to share about the lessons you've learned from the past and the application of those lessons into the uh, sort of DNA of the new company, or does that pretty much cover it? I mean, I'd say that's the biggest thing um, The the – the DNA of crew, what I want to do is treat the sales partners like owners instead of reps because what I've seen in the past is there's this tension that happens where the sales partners get their reward from sales commission. And so they're always pushing for more commissions, more commissions, more commissions. And the corporate side gets their, their reward from equity. So they're always trying to preserve the equity of the company. And there's this push-pull where what I'm doing with crew is saying, hey, the sales partners share in half the equity, and so they're going to look at this from an ownership perspective instead of a sales rep perspective. So I think the most important thing, and one of, one of the people on our board is a gentleman named Terry Molnar, 
and he's on the board of Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream. He was also the co-founder of the Calicalvert Cal- Cal- Foundation, which is a, a $4 billion social investment fund. And his big thing he always talks about is this, what's your priority? What's your focus? So our priority is to add value you know, to our customers, to our sales reps, and to be transparent in how we do that. I, I think there's, a, there's so much of our human potential that is held back because we think at our work, we're thinking, God, you know, if I give more effort, it won't really be recognized. You know, my boss will take credit for it, or I don't totally trust the infrastructure. I don't believe in this. And I think if we could really create an infrastructure that's fair and transparent and everybody feels good good about it, the, the resources, the human potential that will be released will shock all of us. So, so my goal is really to create that platform where PV people can share their deepest gifts with the, the, the planet. Okay, and so given your past history of, uh, you know, what your wife was pointing out about your tendency to give your own power away, what are you doing to make sure that, you know, because, you know, we live in a world where especially anything new is a journey with a lot of twists and turns, and especially something as innovative as what you're doing, and, uh, you know, a lot of it's going to be learning as we go. What are you doing to make sure that you and your family are taken care of during this sort of initial time period, do you have a um, do you have um, kind of a, a fund, a savings fund, or do you have a line of credit, or what are you doing to make sure that you're going to be able to survive and thrive during the uh, initial um, learning phases? Because you know, obviously, you're a very very generous person but I want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself and your family as well. Uh, well, my, my wife would love to hear you say that. <laughs> she, she's, I, I'm an entrepreneur. I just have an innate confidence that things are going to work, but it's a great question. So what we've done, when I first launched Crew and came up with the idea, um, I had a very wealthy individual sit down and say, I'm going to write you a check for half a million dollars right now, but here are the stipulations. And it was basically me giving up the power. He didn't. He wouldn't let let me give half the the profits to the sales force. He wouldn't let me pay out eighty percent of the commissions. He's like, we'll look at that down the road, but first we have to make sure. So I walked away from a half a million dollars, which would have put us in a very comfortable position. And what I did is I contacted my bank. I said, you know, listen, I have great credit. I've been with you a long time. You know, what will you do? And they gave me a line of credit that has afforded us to pay for the software, get started, you know, get our initial staff, cover our lifestyle. But we have to make this thing work. We have to create sales. We have to generate income. But the nice thing is with solar, you don't have to do that much. I mean, if somebody comes to me and says, hey, I, I want to make 10 grand extra a month, I think most people can live pretty, pretty well on that. All they have to do is do five solar deals a month, help five people save money, money with solar, and they can make $10,000 a month. So I found it's not that hard for me to go out and get a few deals. So as I'm build, building this, I'm signing up solar customers myself because that helps me understand the process, find where the roadblocks are. I think I'm a better CEO and leader if I'm actually doing what I'm asking folks to do. So I've got about four, four or five deals in the pipeline right now that, that are going to be installed either this, this month or next. And that's what's coloring our personal expenses as we invest our credit line into the business. 
Great, great, great. So um, we're really glad to hear that, and uh, I'm sure you're glad, your wife is glad to hear that too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna take that hat off now, and I'm gonna put on my next hat. Okay. Okay. All right. So my next hat is the consumer hat. So. Um, so I'm imagining here I'm this homeowner, and I've heard about this thing called solar, and I, I have, <coughs> excuse me, I haven't quite known who to trust. I haven't quite known who to talk to. I haven't known how it's going to affect my cash flow. I haven't known if it's going to be a good investment. I don't know how much it's going to increase the value of my home. I don't know what happens if I move. I've got all these questions. I don't even know what I don't know. I don't know about the difference between owning and leasing. I don't know about these escalator clauses. But, you know, I've just had a friend tell me about this crew thing, and I want to understand it, and I want to see if it's right for me, and I want to know what the benefits are to me. Can you speak to... To that person. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what we do, David, like if, if you were calling me and say, I, I just want to know what's possible here. It's really simple. I would just get your address and your annual bill, um, you know, how much you pay each year for electricity. So let's just say it's, you pay $200 a month, so that would be $2,400 a month. I would create a proposal for you in our software platform. And it literally takes about five minutes. I mean, it's, it's just a brilliant software. What, what Dividend did is they went out and got the chief technology officer from Bill Me Later, and they got the chief data science officer from PayPal to put together their software because they know that if we can make it super simple and transparent so the homeowner trusts the process, that's going to open up the market. Because a lot of solo, they've kind of hidden it behind jargon and all these different things. So what I would do is I would send you that seven-page report that would show you exactly what your cost would be, exactly what your cost per kilowatt hour of installation would be. And just to give you an example, is the average install price in California per watt is the way it's defined. It's $5.10. That's the average. Ours is $3.66. So that's a dramatic difference. I mean, that's not a small amount. That's not 5% less or 10% less. That's a huge difference. So we very often are the cheapest per provider. We are definitely the cheapest nationwide provider. And the big thing we did differently, and, and this is important that will help you understand what makes us and their dividends so unique, is there's kind of a war going on in the solar market right now where a few of the big companies are trying to centralize and vertically in integrate everything. They're, they're trying to do everything themselves to bring their costs down and control the whole value chain. And what Dividend did is they said, Listen, there's a lot of great installers out there. There's a lot of PV people who have been installing solar for 10 or 20 years, and they just, they're not able to compete with some of these national brands because they can't get the good financing. They can't make the customer feel good about the warranty because when you get solar, you get a 20-year warranty. And if you get it installed by Joe's Solar and you don't know if Joe's going to be around in five, five years, you don't feel comfortable with that. So a lot of consumers are paying a lot more money to be backed by a national brand that they trust. So what Dividend did is said, listen, let's work with those local installers. Let's create local jobs. Let's build local communities. 
and let's give them the best financing in the country through through us, through dividend, and then let's back up the warranty. So if Joe Solar ever goes out of business, dividend backs up the warranty. If dividend ever goes out of business, a company called Enphase backs up the warranty. If Joe and dividend and Enphase go out of business, there's actually an escrow fund that funds the warranty so if all three of those companies go out of, out of business, the warranty is still completely funded and it will be sold to a, a different company who will back that warranty. So there's, I mean, the, the customers are completely secured and they get local know-how with the installer. They're helping support their community. They're creating local jobs. They get the best price and they get complete security with a performance guarantee, a warranty backed up by hundreds of millions of dollars, and everything they want and nothing that they don't want. That's amazing. I have a question. If uh, I'm a consumer here and I'm looking at this, can I, like for example, if I am a conscious user of energy and I decide to use my the bulk of my energy during non-peak periods of the 24-hour period, can I actually make money by selling, by having that, by actually having a net positive cash flow with my utility company because the utility company will buy my energy during peak periods and actually can I actually end up making a profit? Um, that's a confusion that a lot of folks have is they think, I'm just going to produce more energy and I'm going to sell it back to the utility. What the utility does is they will buy it from you, but they'll buy it at what's called the avoided rate, which means their wholesale rate. So whatever they buy power from, from the coal factory or where, wherever they, or the nuclear factory or where, wherever they get it, that's the price they'll give you. And the problem with that is you're buying it at re retail and you're selling it at wholesale and you'll lose money on every kilowatt that, that you sell. So what we, we do is there's a law called net metering. And it's a law where you're allowed to produce power during the day, you flow it into the grid, the grid acts as a free bat battery for your home, and then you can pull that same power out at night, and there's no cost to you. So we designed the system to cover 100% of your energy, but not more than that. Because if you're producing more than you're using, the utility's not going to – you're not going to make money off of the utility, if that makes sense. Okay, but you can get it down to zero. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Okay, I was just wondering if there was any, like, you know how, like, sometimes when there's, uh, during the summer and the, everybody's running their air conditioner and the utilities tell you, okay, you know, you know, use your other stuff at night to say, you know, to make, to keep everything from going down and crashing. I was just wondering if, I'm, I have this vision sort of of uh, transformation of a home where the home stops being a source of consumption and the home starts being a source of actual production, I'm wondering, I was just wondering if there's ways of intelligently using your energy at different times of the day that actually could turn your home into a profit center, but maybe that's not possible. No, well, the, it's actually a great point, and this is where Soul is going. It's going to be the big shift, and I just met with the CEO of a company that's going to be a big part of that. I can't share their name right now, but they have a really advanced battery technology. It's 
similar to the Tesla Powerwall, but what's different is you can just plug it into your outlet. You don't need a professional installer to come install all it. And what it does is it has al algorithms that will pull power off the grid if they have what's called time of use. So if they have a different rate at different times, it'll pull power at those low, low times, and it'll sell it back to the grid at the high times. And you can actually make money in that arbitrage. And so That's we are mean. developing. What's that? That's what I was asking about because I was thinking that that's the direction this is ultimately going to end up going. Yeah, the only way that works is if you have a way to store the power, you and that's what we're coming up with. So, just so you understand, David, the goal of Crew is to be the distribution channel for clean tech solutions. So, solar is the low-hanging fruit. That's the obvious choice. But there's all kinds of technologies we're going to move through this plat platform as, as we mature and develop. That is so exciting. So, um, and I suppose another thing as a consumer that it brings down the net cost is uh, the application of using federal tax credits to help to at least partially pay for all this. Yeah, what happened, um, the, it's called the Investment Tax Credit, the ITC. That got extended for another five years, about two weeks ago. So, so this has been the big question mark in the solar industry. Was it was supposed to end at the end of 2016. And what that is, it's a 30% tax credit. So if your system costs you $30,000, the federal government actually gives you a $10,000 tax credit that comes right off your taxes and pays down the equity in your solar system. And this is one of the things that's really important to understand is that money goes to the person who owns the system. So if you're leasing it, you don't get that money. That goes to your solar company. If, if you're doing wow. a power purchase agreement, you don't get that money. That goes to your solar company. So with us, you own it. So the, the way I like to explain, explain it to people in some simple terms is you kind of have two options. You can rent your home like you rent your solar. You can pay a higher rate, and you can pay 2.9% every single year. The government will pay 30% of the cost of your system, but it will go to your landlord, not to you. And at the end of paying rent for 20 years, you don't own your home, or you can own your home or own your solar, solar system. You still pay zero down. Your monthly payments never go up for the whole time of the loan. You can pay it off early with no pre-penalty. The government will pay 30% of your mortgage. You never have to pay, pay it back. And you own the system from day one. Which sounds better to you? Well, you know, I just think that we just, we just hit the elephant in the back seat of the car that nobody's talking about. I mean, the fact that I'm going to make sure the listeners understand that uh, a tax credit's not a tax deduction. A tax credit is a dollar for dollar money back in your pocket. And then the other thing is that this distinction that the tax credit goes to the owner of the system, and so many people are leasing their systems without even knowing it. I think we just hit on an enormously huge thing to talk about. So I want to use that to segue into my third hat, which is a hat which I'm actually wearing right now because we're business partners, I'm looking at this as an additional income stream for myself and my family to help to uh, 
have the lifestyle we want and to be able to uh, fund some other humanitarian projects that I've been wanting to fund for a long time. So let's take this um, sort of uh, avatar here of the person that would like to make an extra $10,000 a month pre-tax uh, for their family, which represents where I'm at pretty well, so it's very personal to me. And I'm looking at, okay, what are my options here? I'm a holistic doctor. I'm an ontological coach. I'm a podcaster. I don't have 40 hours a week to put into this, but I do probably have about 12 hours a week that I can consistently put in, and I'm coachable, and I have some skill sets. I can write. I can speak. And... Uh, and I'm coming to you and I'm saying, hey, um, I, 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 here I am. I'm willing to work. I get it. And, uh, you know, what what coaching and training can you provide for me? What is this possible? What's this going to look like without making any promises? What kind of a time frame are we looking at? So I've got my third hat on. I've got my potential business partner with crew hat on, and maybe you could talk to that person for a little bit. Absolutely. And like I said, I've been in this game for a long time, and one of the things that I don't like is a lot of companies will go, well, you just sign up, and then you get five people who get five people who get five people who get five people who get five people, and then you're making 10000 a month. People go, okay, I, I could get five people, but it, it never grows like that. And so what I want to do with Crew is to make it really simple. There's no hoops you have to jump through. It's free to sign up. You join for no money, so there's no, no risk there. And the way we work it is on your first three sales, you're being trained. So if you're getting started, on your first sale, you're going to make about 30% of the total commission. On the next sale, you're going to make 40%. On the next sale, you're going to make 50%. And the next sale, you'll make 60%. And to put those in real dollar terms, the first sale, you're going to average about $750 in your pocket. The next one about thousand dollars. The next one about twelve fifty. And every sale after that, you'll make about fifteen hundred dollars in your pocket. But if you're going out there and you're serious about this, and you do three sales a month, you're going to make seventy percent of the total total commission. So that's seventeen hundred and fifty dollars in your pocket. And if you do more than five sales a month, five solar upgrades a month, you'll make two thousand dollars a month in your pocket. So if you said, hey, you know, I know a lot of folks. I know a lot of people that want solar. If I can save them money and it's really the best value in solar and they own it, I think I could do five sales a month. That's one way to make $10,000 a month in your pocket. So that's one way. The second way, if you say, you know what, I, I know a lot of people. There's a lot of people listening to my podcast. Maybe some of them will be interested. Maybe somebody will sign up who wants to do this as a career. Well, if all the people you talk to and work with if they go out and do a total of 80 sales a month, 80 sales, that's not you doing them, that's your team that you build, and that's in your override group, you'll make $10,000 a month. So that's two simple ways that you can do it. Either do five solar upgrades personally or build a team that does 80 solar upgrades. And if you do both, then you make 20 grand, grand a month. Let me ask you this question. How am I going to be trained? Yeah, what happens, there, there's multiple levels of training. First off, when you join, and we won't have this all in place because we don't launch our soft launch until January 16th, mm -hmm. but we'll have um, 
a video tra training system that we're putting together with Dividend that will train you on the software, it will train you on the process, it will train you on solar. And there will be a, a test at the end of that. Each, each different module will have a test. So, so that's being put together right now. And then we're going to train, train you on sales and le leadership and how to build a company and how to mo motivate people. So that, that, that's more the crew side of the channel. So you're going to learn about solar and you're going to learn about how to run a, bi a business. Okay. And um, are you at a point yet in your um, build-out of your company that you know who's going to be providing the training and, and what kind of structure and form that's going to take? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of the training on the sales side. Dividend's going to be helping me a lot um, with some sales experts that they have on the solar side. So. We're doing a very kind of synergistic approach with it. And the one thing I want to caution folks is we're not ready for prime time yet. I mean, we are not where we're going to be in six months. We'll have all the bells and whistles in six months. Right now, this is what's called the founder's phase. This is where folks are getting started. And one thing I'm doing is I'm carving out 11% of the total company profits forever to the people that get started and help us do these first 500 sales in the founder's phase. So that's money that will go, go on. So if somebody gets started and they do you know, five sales, for example, that, that would be 1% of this founder's phase group. And they earn that, and that will pay over and over and over again every single year. So if we grow this to be you know, a very successful company, which is obviously our, our goal, you could do work these next six months and earn a percentage of that for the rest of your, of your life. My goodness. So just for the historical record and to put some context for the listener because these podcast episodes can be listened to for years, just letting you know that this is being recorded in early January of 2016. So keep that in mind as you're listening. Um, Robert, this is really exciting, and the implications of this are profound for the consumer, for the business partner, for you, for our world. Uh, as we move toward wrapping up this episode, I want to turn it back over to you Excuse me, and just give you whatever time you want to share anything that you would like to share that you think it would be really important for the listeners that are in these different places. Uh, you can probably imagine concerns they would have, questions they would have, next steps they could take, uh, anything else you want to say or anything you wish that I'd asked you that I didn't ask you. Let me just turn it over to you and you just take all the time you need. Yeah, I really appreciate that, David. Um, it's funny, as you were saying, I, I was feeling myself getting kind of emotional and tearing up a little bit because th this has been a dream of mine for so long, and it's gone through so many different twists and turns. And, you know, I know there are probably some of you out there going, you know, oh, I've heard something like this, and I got all excited, and it didn't, didn't work. And you know, if you go to our site, um, which is jointhecrew.com forward slash, what, what, what's your site, David? Uh, Dr. David, D-R-D-A-V-I-D, D-R-D-A-V, 
ID. Okay, so if you go to jointhecrew.com forward slash Dr. David, you will see a link there. It's called Hate MLM. And if you click on that, it'll go through, you know, what I've learned in the last 25 years and why people, some people have a visceral negative response. And I go through the five reasons why and what we did to solve them within Crew. And I don't expect you to, you know, trust me immediately or go, this is what I've dreamed about. But just don't discount us before you really understand what we're doing. Get started with us. It's free to sign up. Um, and, you know, learn what we're doing. Get a feel if this is a right fit for you. And it might not be. I, I don't know what your vision for your life is. My goal is to create an enlightened net network around the world. And part of our, our impact is going to be in the, the de developing world because if, we, if the rest of the world goes down the consumptive, you know, wasteful path that we've cho cho chosen in the West, we don't have a future. So what we do for every home we install with solar in the United States, we provide solar lanterns through a company called No Caro, which stands for No Kerosene. I've known Steve, who's the CEO there for several years, and we put this program together. And of the money that Crew keeps, we fund five families to get a solar lantern. And this fundamentally changes their life. Because a lot of people don't know this, but the poor actually spend more money for the dirtiest fuel per kilowatt hour. They spend more money than we do in the West. Up to 25% of their daily income goes towards kerosene and other dirty fuels. If we can get them on solar and get them used to it, and they actually save money. One of the statistics that changed my life was I read a UN report that said that a person in the developing world spends more money buying a candle every day for 20 years than they would if they had a complete home solar system, but they can't afford the upfront cost. So what we do with Crew is we provide these solar lanterns to the family. We do not give it as a gift. When I was in the Peace Corps, I learned gifts do not work. We provide it at a low down payment that they can afford, and they pay us every week through their phone. See, this is what's going to change the world. Everybody has a phone now across the world. Just about, I don't care what economic level you're in, most people have a phone. Obviously, there are some people that don't. There are people that are, you know, in abject poverty. But the majority of people have a phone. So we're able to set up relationships with the phone companies and make the payments through the phone. Because the biggest challenge you have is how do you collect funds? So we're able to provide these solar lanterns. And they're not that expensive. They're $8 each for us. So when we buy them in bulk, if we buy $2,000 at a time, that's what it costs us. We provide this to them. They pay us back. And with that money that we get back, we buy another solar lantern, and we help fund our nonprofit partner and country that deals with all of the distribution. So that's one of the innovations that we're doing. And if you go to our site, which is crewfund.com, C-R-E-W-F-U-N-D. That's our site for customers to, to look at. And you can go forward slash Dr. David. When somebody joins our company, they get two sites. One is for customers, and one is for people who are interested in joining join, join the crew. So what I've tried to do is look at, okay, I've been in this industry a long time. What is it that just intuitively in my gut didn't feel right? And how can we fix that? And I have some, the fortunate situation of having some really wise mentors like Charles Eisenstein, like 
Bill Bill Kautz, who founded the Mankind Project, is a close friend. Um, Tara Terry Molnar, Elisa uh, Gravitz is on our board. If you don't know Elisa, she's a Harvard MBA. She's run Green America for 25 years. She's brought $2 billion of social investment funds. She's one of the biggest hearted people I've ever met. And you know, she and Terry and Jig Shah and you know, a lot of the people I really respect feel like crew can be a new economic model for humanity. And I'll share this last thing, and this might get a little too out there, but it keeps me going forward no matter what the challenges are. It's about, oh, it was about 12 years now. I was, at, yeah, I was in Ho 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 Hawaii, and a friend said I had to meet this kahuna healer. And I met this late, late lady. Her name is Di Diana De, De La Rose. And she started doing a kahuna healing. I never had a kahuna healing. I didn't know really what it was. And her whole body just started shaking. And she started just, I, I didn't know if she was having like a medical issue or what was going on. She was on the floor, just sweat jumping off of her pores. And this went on for like 15 minute, minutes. And I said, do you need help? She says, no, no, don't touch me. And then she finished. She goes, I've never had this happen before. And I'm like, what? She goes, I've been doing this 25 years and I've never had this happen. And she goes, what? She, and I, she said, I have to explain it in a picture. And she drew what she called my my life's mission, like what I'm supposed to do in this world. And she said, Rob, you are here to create a new global network around the world that's going to shift the way business is done. And Dave, David, I'll send you a copy of, of the picture. She knew nothing about my background. This was two years before I got involved in solar. And it has this huge sun on it, this giant sun. And she goes, I don't know what this sun is about. And then it has this, all these lines. And it looks like a network marketing you know, something you draw on a whiteboard. It's <laughs> just laughing because she knew nothing about me. And then it has this black jaguar in, in the jungle. She said, this is your shadow side. This is the side you have to get in touch with to really know your strength. Then it has this dove coming down the middle, and there's this twin flame. And she said, you will not bring this vision to the world until you meet your twin flame because you have to open your heart in a way it's never been opened before. And... And she, she said that a lot more stuff, but the, the story, what's amazing about this, is about five years ago, I'm living in Ashland, Oregon, and Diana De, De, De La Rose, she is not a wealthy person, she flew from Hawaii to Ashland, Oregon, because she knew I lived there, she lost my phone number, lost my email, but she knew I lived in Ashland. She was wandering the streets of Ashland going, does anybody know Ross Styler? Anybody know Rob Styler? I have a message I have to give Rob Styler. And a friend of mine said, yeah, I, I know Rob. And, and I met her. And I'm like, man, what are you doing here? She goes, Rob, I was told I had to come here. It wasn't an option. I had to come. I'm here to give you a message. I'm like, okay. I mean, this is like just bizarre. So she goes, she took me to a place called Lithia Park. And she takes off my shoes. And she kneels in front of, front of her enemy. And she says, you have an iron rod down your energetic spine from your Germanic side. And um, it's a long, long story, story with that one. But she said, you need to soften that rod because your twin flame is waiting to come into your life, but right now you would crush her. Your energy is too hard. It's too harsh. You need to soften and open your heart in a way you never have. And when you do, she'll come into your heart. And I literally took the next year of my life, and all that I did was, I did deep shadow work. I went on a, a, um, 
path that um, with the Native Americans. I, I mean, I did so much different work with Raw Robert Masters and all kinds of people in Ashland. I did that for a year. And it was a year after that, and that's how long she told me the journey was going to take, that I met my, my wife. And my wife has opened my heart in ways I did not know were possible. And this whole vision of crew is happening because of that opening within me. And my goal as a company and as a human being is to provide a platform where other people can experience that type of opening and have, like you said, right livelihood and actually earn their income from their values. That's what juices me because I think humanity has such brilliance waiting within it. There are such gifts we as human beings have, and I think we just need the right platform and the right model, and we need to create a system where we all can thrive. And if I can play a small role in that in my lifetime, that's a life well lived. It's beautiful, Robert. You know, it's, uh, the vision I was getting as you were talking was a triangular vision where you're bringing together the honoring the soul, the spiritual piece, with the potential power of leverage of network marketing done in, a, in an impeccable way, combined with the value system of nonprofits and the Peace Corps and community. And I love your connection. I have a lot of respect for Bill and the Mankind Project as well as what Charles is doing. And it's very exciting. And I think people will need to listen to this recording several times to really breathe and feel into it and begin to open up to the possibilities here. And I'm personally really excited. You know, I find that usually I have one or two major projects per year that I just, at a deep level, I just get a, I've got to do this. It's like, I've got to do this. It's like, I just got to do this. And, you know, last year, one of those things was the podcast, and that's rolling, and it's fantastic. And, you know, I'm just coming out of that period now of uh, every year between the winter solstice and the uh, first of the year, I do my deepest inner work to really feel into uh, what I need to let go of and what might be available. And uh, I really think it's in the space of that inner work that I've done that I've crossed paths with you again, Robert, and I'm really getting that feeling like this is going to be one of the one or two major projects for me that I'm going to be adding this year. And I feel that um, I have a lot to receive from this, and I also have a lot to give to it. So really been a blessing for me and I just want to say that my intention is for this recording to be a resource for anyone who is partnering with crew so if you're listening to this and someone from crew has given you this to listen to then instead of contacting me at jointhecrew.com forward slash drdabid get back to the person who gave this to you or connected you to this. Otherwise, if you're hearing it directly, then please contact me at jointhecrew forward slash D-R-D-A-V-I-D. And, uh, you know, I will definitely 
be putting together a team of committed people to work with uh, who are really who have that real pioneering spirit. Uh, Robert, anything final words you want to say in closing? Closing, and also, um, what is the name of your lovely wife? Laura Styler, and um, Laura. she has a site called Awaken Your Power, and she is an energetic healer and just does amazing work out in in, in the world. Well, please thank her for me for helping create the space for all of this. And is there anything uh, finally you'd like to say in closing? Yeah, the last thing I'd like to add is, you know, I've had many, many different experiences, good and bad, in the direct sales network marketing field. And I, I almost got out of the in- industry. A friend, friend of mine said something that really stuck. He said, you know, Rob, if you were not to do something because people had abused it in the past, you could not do law, politics, construction, even religion. People have abused you know, things in the name, name of God. He said, what you need to do is find a group of people who are so committed to doing it right that you change the future direction of the entire industry. And that's what I'm committed to do with Crew and, and Dr. David. It's great to have people like you on that journey with me. Great. Thanks. Thank you, Robert. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to another edition of Freeing the Body, Freeing the Soul, where we do in-depth interviews with people that are doing cutting-edge work in the areas of healing, spirituality, and social transformation. I'm Dr. David, the cutting-edge doc, and I was your host for today's show. And today we were speaking with Robert Styler, and he is bringing into existence, as we speak, a transformative organization called CREW, C-R-E-W. And um, it's been a joy and a privilege to be speaking with Robert today and to be sharing this conversation with you. So with that, we'll close with love and peace. Bye for now. For joining us for today's episode of Freeing the Body, Freeing the Soul. To access all episodes, including show notes, go to cuttingedgedoc.com. That's cuttingedgedoc.com. Lastly, if you love today's show, you can support Dr. David, his work, and the show by going over to iTunes and giving a five-star rating and a heartfelt comment. Thank you again for joining us today and for your commitment to freeing the body, freeing the soul.